everybody, and welcome to Political Analytical. I'm your host, Eddie Hill, and I am so glad to be on the show with you guys tonight because we're going to do something a little bit different. Tonight, I have a special guest for the show. We have Joel Arroyo, who is running for Justice of the Peace Precinct 1, and we're very thrilled to have him on here. And this, You know, we, we don't do very many political shows if any at all, dealing with politics. But in this case tonight, we decided we were going to bring Arroyo on and we were going to do this mainly because we want to find out what he's all about. And I'm going to tell you right now, the reason I'm doing this is because he is running for JP in my area. And I want to know everything that I can about this candidate for this very, very important position. Now, before we get on here and introduce him, I just want to let everybody know that this is a very important position, and I encourage everybody to make sure they get out and they vote because of the fact that when you have a candidate such as this and you have an incumbent that's running against him, it is very important that you learn everything you can, not only about the one that's going against the incumbent, but learn about the incumbent as well. What kind of job has he done in the past? Because this is very important for you to make the proper decision on who you vote for. Now, uh, sitting next to me, I've got Mr. Joel Arroyo. Joel, welcome to the show. Thank you, Eddie. I'm both blessed and honored to be on your show today, sir. Well, I feel the same way, and I'm, I'm glad you... Uh, decided to come on board and do the show with us. And we're looking forward to getting into a little bit about the JP position, what it's all about, what it entails, but mainly to learn about you. This is this show is about you. You're the one that's the main focus on the show. And we want to know what it is you're going to be able to do for the citizens here mm-hmm. in Wilson County and what it is you're going to be able to do for them specifically in Precinct 1 area. Sir. Well, I also see that you have uh, you brought a friend over, and we want to know a little bit about your friend. Who's this that we have over here? Here we have CJ, and he is my campaign manager. CJ. So we have CJ here with us, who is the campaign manager for your for for you know you running for the JP office, correct? Yes, sir. He's the one that kind of does all the background stuff, the puts events. everything together. Yes, sir. So plans everything out. CJ, how you doing, buddy? Doing good, Eddie. How you doing, sir? Doing good, man. Glad you could make it over here. Yes, sir. Thank you for having us. And the reason I think it's really cool that you're here is because I don't think a lot of people understand the amount of work that goes into being a campaign manager. And I'm sure you're finding that out as you go. Yes, sir. I'm finding that out quickly, but I'm glad to do it. You know, Roy, uh, Joel is a good friend of mine. Um, I'm happy to do it for him and I'm, you know, ready to go down this road with him. Well, good. I'm glad. So if you all are ready, we're going to jump right into this and we're going to start pounding him with some questions and find out a little bit about him. So, Joel, I'll tell you what, let's start off with your background. Let's start off about, you know, where you were born, what made you decide to become uh, what you are today and, and what kind of like pushed you into the political scene? Sure thing, Eddie. So first off, I was born in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. My family came down here as quickly as they could, as any good Texan does. I was raised in Texas my entire life from about one years old. We lived a very conservative life. My father is a retired Marine Vietnam vet, era vet, and my mother is a uh, 
IT banker. And uh, what started as um, an affection to the political realm started in sixth grade. Um, it was in the 2008 elections when it was Obama versus McCain. And I couldn't understand politics because I was a child. Uh, however. Okay, let me stop you right here. I got to stop you. Mm -hmm. How old are you right now? I am 24 years old. Okay, because suddenly when you said that and you said you were a child, I suddenly felt super old. <laughs> I mean, I felt almost decrepit when you said that. I'm like, God, am I that old, really? So you are 24? Yes, sir, I'm 24 years old. Wow, okay. So you're getting a young, uh, uh, early start. That's you know? correct. You're a young politician. Okay, continue on. I'm sorry, but I had to kind of throw that in there because you know I've started feeling like I didn't say anything. No worries. By, by the time the show was over, I'd probably be too old to even speak. So continue onward. Yes, sir. We'll get to that uh, at a later time here in this interview. But um, so I I started in Boy Scouts, and that's when I basically started my affection towards serving this community. Um, after Boy Scouts, I got into football, as most Texas uh, children do or uh, students. We get into football, and after contact sports, I found myself uh, wanting to further serve my com community. So I started with Police Explorers, did a couple of years there, and then I enlisted in the United States Army at 17 years old. Junior in high school. Wait, so, so at 17 you went into the Army? Yes, sir. Well, thank you for your service. I appreciate that very much. Yes, sir, and thank you for your support as well. So after I graduated high school, I com continued my service in the United States Army. From there, I have uh, accomplished quite a bit, a lot, while I was in my service. Uh, at 20 years old, while deployed in Kuwait, I was promoted to sergeant as one of the youngest sergeants promoted in my unit's history. There, I was tested with a lot of challenges, and that will go tied into when I speak about uh, communicating with uh, people above my age group and the challenges and uh, the misconceptions that I have uh, totally annihilated with that. So, so while being in the military, though, I mean, you were you were in charge of, I'm sure, of multi million dollar type equipment and so forth and so on. Yes, and not only that, but you had you know a whole slew of troops underneath you, which you were yes, you know in charge of as well. So you were tasked with a lot of, uh, I should say, and I don't mean to put words in your mouth, but I mean you were tasked with a lot of uh, responsibilities at a very young age. Yes, sir, I was. That's correct. Okay, and. So you continued from the military, and, and what did you do afterwards? So after the military, I was kind of lost on what to do. I went, I started banking for a couple months, but then Bear County approached uh, recruiting, and I started my uh, law enforcement career with Bear County. With that, I'm very honored with my service and tenure that I've conducted there. I was with the CERT team during my entire tenure with Bear County Sheriff's for, Office. For those who don't know what a CERT team is, explain CERT team. Yes, sir, so it's a special emergency response team. It's a tactical unit that's used inside the jail or for uh, riot purposes, um, such as when we had the riots for downtown San Antonio, the CERT team was activated, uh, as well as um, other types of uh, distress situations. We trained with SWAT and other uh, you know, canine units and things like that. Wow. So. You were, you were, and I guess they did this because of your military experience. Is that why? Yes, sir. Um, they picked me up a month on the job and told me to apply, and I did, and I passed the training, uh, a week's worth of training, and uh, I excelled. It's something that comes second nature is tactics and leadership and uh, teamwork. Hmm. Well, awesome. So you, you 
became part of the cert team and you were with the Bear County Sheriff's Office. What did you do after that? I continued my uh, service in law enforcement here in Wilson County. Okay, so you uh, you got out of the Bear County Sheriff's Office. You went to Wilson County where you continued law enforcement experience. Yes, sir. And you've been gaining experience since that point correct. while you're while you've been here yes sir uh i would say that is a correct statement there okay so let's jump into a couple of other things yes sir what exactly does a jp do i know there's a lot of people here that go well i've got to go see the jp but a lot of people don't really know what a jp does what are what are their duties yeah eddie that's a very good question so there is a concise list on uh, what a JP does. Um, there's a lot of misconceptions as well, and I'd be glad to um, tailor that for our viewers here. So uh, JP hears uh, traffic uh, tickets. They hear uh, misdemeanor complaints that are by fine only, uh, land and tenant uh, disputes. So basically that entails evictions as well. Um, they perform magistrate duties with bonds and bails and they set them for uh, people that have been arrested and are in custody um, they conduct uh, inquests so that includes deaths investigations and things like that and also they uh, uh, conduct marriages oh so you could uh, actually marry people that's correct yes sir oh that's kind of scary i don't know about that <laughs> any any of you all out there actually looking to get married guess what um so they they don't have just like one little specific job. So mm -hmm. when people walk in and they see them sitting there behind the bench, that's not all they do. No, sir. That, uh, that's just a fraction, right? Yes, sir. One thing I actually left out that's very important today is they also see truancy cases. Uh, with truancy cases, with COVID-19, there's been a backlog with truancy things. And that, that is also going to be a big issue here in this um, upcoming election is truancy hearings. So... Uh, I got to ask you real quick mm -hmm. with COVID, right? Is is it still a truancy issue if somebody doesn't go to school because of COVID? I mean, so as far as I know, um, parents have a right to have their child in school or not. Um, there is no mask mandates. There's no vac vaccination mandates by the state of Texas. So I will be looking at each case uh, uh, independently if it has to do with anything in particular with COVID and parents protecting their children. Outside of that realm, I would have to uh, get a further inspection on those cases. So this is kind of a case-to-case -case type uh, deal. It's not something that's just, well, black and white across the board. Exactly, it's, it, it's each and every individual case is different, sir. Okay, so we're gonna talk a little bit about morals. Okay. What kind of morals do you think you have? I think I have um, pretty strict morals. Uh, I, I am a Christian. I have uh, traditional conservative values. Um, my morals are more towards the stern and compassionate side. Uh, and I believe that would help me when I uh, view each case. Uh, I believe every case is different and you need compassion and you also need uh, to be stern. When you say stern, does that mean everybody's guilty or i mean or is this uh something where you know you actually keep an open mind until after everything's said and done i mean what right. what what's your what's your thoughts on this so that's a very good question sir so yesterday uh the damon allen act was passed by governor abbott in the state senate uh which 
affects repeated offenders and protects uh, the public. So when I talk about Stern, it, it directly impacts repeated offenders. And that's another thing um, that I will be uh, definitely strict on is repeated offenders within Wilson County. Um, I will definitely be more stern on those cases. Yes, sir. Okay. So it, it still falls into that more case-to-case type deal. Yes, sir. Um, now, I really want to talk real quick to your manager here as far as what he thinks uh, about this whole process and what he thinks about you know running the whole show, basically, and, and getting all these things set up for you. Uh, CJ, can you tell me a little bit about what it is you do? So being Joel's campaign manager, I kind of help him keep everything in line, uh, planning events, whether that be going and doing charity work somewhere, doing raffles, going just events in general. Um, I kind of help him with the with the social media outreach, help him just kind of keep everything in line. Okay. So when you're working with him, on all these different issues. I mean, it, it's a, uh, it's got to kind of take a cult toll on you. I mean, what is it that you really want it to, I mean, why would somebody want to jump into something like this and, and, and have them take this much time away from their family and, and, and take this type of a toll on themselves? I mean, is this something you truly believe in? I mean, what, what is it that's, you know, fired you up to where you want to do this? Well, Eddie, I wouldn't be here right now if I didn't, if I didn't believe in Joel. Uh, when I first met him, uh, it became very apparent to me that me and him are on the same, um, the way we think is the same. Uh, I, I work in law enforcement as well. So I've seen that he is very compassionate, um, but he's, he, he does his job. He does his job very well. And when he approached me on this, you know, we talked about it and we furthermore found that we were kind of in the same mindset. And I think he's going to be a great candidate. And, and I wouldn't be here if I didn't think he was anything less than 110% able to do the job wow so you don't mind all the extra work and extra stress or anything like that i mean because i mean i i've watched a lot of the campaigns from the side i mean i've never been directly involved with one so i don't know that much about what happens behind closed doors but i do know that i see a lot of people kind of like running around like chickens with their head cut off for lack of better terms you know trying to get things done i mean is it do you find yourself overwhelmed by this sometimes uh no sir it definitely keeps me busy but i'm i'm a very organized person um i'm i'm a firm believer in following a plan creating a plan and sticking to it um and you know making adjustments as needed um it's it's been a lot of fun so far i've learned a lot about myself I've learned even more about joelle and uh, I'm ex- very excited to see what we're capable of. Awesome. And and I'm going to be talking to you some more here in just a moment because I want to find out exactly what you've got planned for Joel in just a little while. So, Joel, let me ask you, what is it that makes you a better candidate than what is already out there right now? Yes, sir. So I would like to say that we are not running a traditional campaign by any means. We are running a very unorthodox campaign. What I mean by that, Eddie, is that we have a full-on law enforcement ran campaign. Not only is that historical, but that our outreach is not only across Wilson County, but across the United States. Our outreach on Facebook, Instagram, is reaching over 2,600 people on a daily basis. 
And I believe that our campaign is anything but traditional, and that is what is needed in today's current political climate. So is uh, your campaign growing daily? I mean, is it like, Mm -hmm. you know, picking up? Yes, sir. We have been consistently adding members on a daily basis. There hasn't been a day where we haven't gotten one like, one follow on either Instagram or Facebook. Wow. So let me ask you something. A lot of the people in Precinct 1 area... We have some older people on here. How do you think they're going to relate to, you know, a young, you know, hot to trot, you know, uh, political dude like yourself? Yes, sir. So what I've gathered over the years, those individuals like to be learned and listened from. I believe that's very important when you are talking to people who are older than you. Also, respect goes a long way. Uh, you need to understand the way they talk because... You can talk to some people my age group, but you cannot talk to someone of, a, of another age group the same way. Also, above all, you must be transparent with uh, who you are speaking to. Transparency is key. Um, if you don't know how to, tr- how to communicate, talk to them. And above all, you must be humble. No person older than you does not want to speak to someone that is not humble. Well, let me ask you this. I mean, with the candidate that's already in place as far as jp1 what do you bring to the table that he has not right eddie so what i will bring to this table is i'm young and i look forward to being with the public i feel that that is a a lost trait over the last several years and i will want to be out there speaking and wanting to figure out to get to the root causes of problems to solve cases at my court before it reaches to the uh, higher courts. So basically, you're you're a boots-on-the-ground kind of guy. You want exactly. to jump out there with the, with the public. That's correct, yes, sir. And I feel that's something that has been lost over the last several years, sir. Yeah, you know, I, I've noticed that with a lot of politicians. I mean, you see that, and, and I, I, I'm watching you right now, and, and you're a young guy, you're in shape, you know, you're, you're a go-getter, and I'd like to see that in people that are running for office i like to see people that are getting out there for the right reasons and not getting out there just kind of blowing smoke just to get the spot and say oh i'm this or i'm that Mm -hmm. i like to see people that are real people people that are true you know people that are true to their word people that are true about what they say and they're not just blowing smoke because i'm sure that all of you all out there in, in in radio land want somebody that is going to truly listen to you and truly be a part of your lives and your community and take care of things before they get out of hand. Now, I'm sure, you know, nobody's a miracle worker. I know that, mm-hmm. you know, certain things, you know, you just can't fix outside of the courtroom. But at the same time, I mean, is this something that you're really going to strive to do or are you just kind of like, you know, making smoke signals? No, sir. This is something that I am full stride in. Uh, I do not go into anything 100%. 90%. I put everything, my heart, my soul, my mind into anything and everything I do, including this campaign and when I win this uh, primary and the election, sir. Well, I, I hope that that's what you what you plan on doing, and I hope that's what you end up doing if you win, because the community needs people that are go-getters. The mm-hmm. community needs people that will get out there, they'll work, they'll do what they need to for their citizens, and actually do the job that they say they're going to do, not just talk about it. CJ, what do you have planned for Joel right now coming up in the future for different types of events or anything? Do you have anything that you'd like to share with the audience as far as, uh, 
what you've got going on? So coming up here in the near, near future, we're planning on getting out there in the public, uh, getting our faces out there in the public. Let us be known. Coming here pretty soon, we're going to be just doing some like charity work, gonna like within the churches in the community, uh, kind of helping the community out where needed, whether that be mowing grass, picking up trash on the side of the road, anything really. And then we'll be holding some events ourselves, uh, some fundraising events. Um, it'd be a lot of fun for the community to come out, join us, meet us, shake our hands, um, bring their kids out, love to meet the kids. And we got a lot of big things coming. We're excited to get it out there. That's awesome. I'm, I'm really glad that you said that because that's a good way, everybody, to meet your candidate, especially when they get out there and they're helping out with charity work and that kind of a nature because you can actually get out there and meet them and talk to them face-to-face, one-on-one. And, you know, maybe there's some questions that you have that I haven't covered. But at the same time, remember those concerns, write them down, and be sure to hit them with it and, and be true to your own heart when you do because – and listen to what he has to say because that's very important to know what is going on with the candidates that are running for these positions because ultimately they're a part of our county they're a part of our uh, community they're a part of your neighborhood they're your you know they're, they may be your neighbor you never know but these are people that are coming out to do a certain job to do work and they want to meet you as well they want to meet everybody they can joel what final thoughts or words do you have that you could kind of put out there to everybody and uh let them know why you're the best choice for this position yes eddie so i would like to say that i look forward to continuing to serve the constituents of wilson county in particular precinct one and also i'd like to let everyone know that we plan on bringing back law and order to precinct one very good i i I'm really looking forward to see what this turns out and uh, see what you have to offer and see what you bring to the table, you know, as this gets further into the election. And uh, I really want want to tell you, thank you for being here. Is there a a place that where people can go to kind of keep up with your activities? Facebook handle that is Joel Leo Arroyo for Wilson County JP number one or at J.A. R-R-O-Y-O-J-P-1 or our Instagram, which is handle Leo underscore for JP1. Now, is there an email address where they can just, you know, maybe send you a question or or contact you somehow? Yes, sir. We do have a email. It is J-A-R-R-O-Y-O for W-C-J-P-1 at gmail.com. So that's Jay Arroyo for Wilson County, JP1 at gmail.com. Awesome. So if you all have any further questions, please contact him and let him know what's on your mind. I'm sure he'll be, you're the one that answers the email, right? That's correct, Eddie. I'll be answering any questions political, anything campaign oriented or event oriented, that'd be CJ answering. Awesome. So remember everybody, if you have uh, political questions or anything of that nature, uh, make sure you type in uh joel arroyo that way he knows it's for him or you can uh, type in cj if it's a campaign type question or if you maybe want him to show up at an event you have going or uh meet and greet or whatever the case might be that way you could get him out there all to yourself and drill him on your own because nothing these politicians like more than to get drilled ain't that right that's correct eddie thank you sir you ought to see the way he's looking at me. I mean, it's it's crazy. It's fun. But 
it, it's it's a it's been an experience guys and i want to thank you so much for being on the show and you know taking the time to uh answer some of these questions um i'd like to get you guys back on the show uh during the primaries and uh we'll go live at that point be live with video everybody if, if what's that okay with you cj yes sir that sounds good to go okay great so we're going to have cj and arroyo on here live during the primaries and we're going to be on facebook on political analytical uh facebook page and you can look us up on facebook we're going to be there and we'll be given dates and times and what have you and, and so forth and so on whenever they're going to be on that way you guys can actually jump in and listen jump into the chat and you're going to have you can ask questions live right there so we'll put them on the spot with the camera on them and uh that's going to be fun i'm going to enjoy that one if any of y'all ever seen my show you know that uh we don't hold back <laughs> do we you've seen my show yes sir i look forward to it so we're uh we're looking forward to that but gentlemen thank you so much you know i appreciate it you know thank you for your honesty uh, i wish you the best of luck god bless you guys and uh god bless the state of texas and god bless america thank you for being on